Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Internationally Podcast. Before we start, let me talk a little bit about the podcast. So the Internationally Podcast is going to be a space where different international students, prospective ones, as well as current international students, could get a glimpse of the life of international students in the U.S. or abroad. And this week, I am joined by my very, very dear friend, Anushka. Welcome to the show, Anushka. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, of course. So before we dive into our conversation, let me talk a little bit about your background. So Anushka is from Calcutta, India. She went to Smith College and graduated in May 2019. She double majored in economics and psychology. After graduation, she worked at a think tank in Washington, D.C., doing economics and policy research. She recently moved back to her home country of India. Do you want to add more? I think that, co- that covers everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, as a starting question, as the title is dealing with expectations, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word expectations? Yeah, you know, when you say expectations, I think two things. Uh, first thing is expectations come from different places, you know. Uh, it can come from your parents, it can come from your siblings, your friends, your teachers. Um, it can come from just society in general. This is how you're supposed to be because you are this person. The other side of expectations, um, which you, which I think I will be focusing a lot more on, is expectations that you put on yourself, expectations that you have from yourself. All right. Yeah, so I think it's really helpful that you divided the, um, the expectations that international students face when they go abroad. So the first one is the expectations from family, and then the second one is the expectations that you put on yourself to succeed in college. So... If I may ask, what were some of the expectations that your family had for you when you went to college? That's an interesting question. Um, Uh You know, when I went to college, um, there was nothing explicitly put. There there was your usual don't drink too much, don't party too much, get good grades. But but nothing very explicitly or very strongly uh, put on me. So when I went into college, I had these general usual I guess expectations from from yourself that you you should do well well is is subjective I guess yeah 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 um I think when I think about my own personal experience um as you said it wasn't explicitly put like these are the things that you need to do when you go to college but the underlying assumption was that you have to get good grades, you have to graduate, you cannot drop out of college, and uh, what was the other, you probably should choose a field that you could be successful in, right? So even though these things weren't explicitly said, you kind of understand it, um, you know, just because of how you grew up and like the, and especially if you have like siblings who are older than you who've went through that same process you could just understand or like you know pick on things that you know okay these are the things that I'm supposed to do so my second question would be what were the expectations that you put on yourself 
as an international student. Absolutely, you know, just like what you said, when you go to college, um, choosing a major that that you know that you think you'll be successful in, choosing a major that is smart, and I think as international students, we also have to be a little bit careful about the majors we need to choose because hey, is that going to give me the two year STEM OPT extension? These are things yes. that you have to think about and that you. Mm-hmm should um should consider i guess before you go to college mm-hmm. and uh, part of me was a little naive and part of me was was not so naive i ended up choosing a major that that gave me step extension but not necessarily because it gave me the extension but because i just happened to like it and i think going back to the point of siblings it's interesting that you mentioned that because i think this was psychology that gave me stem extension and i think uh-huh. i chose it because my sister was interested in psychology you know so just wow. it's funny how how I, I my own interests lay in what my siblings were doing before me and the processes that they went through um another another story that comes to my mind when you say that is um expectations that your parents have from you and i went into college undeclared i i went into college thinking i'd major in history and psychology which ended up not happening except for psychology but that's a story for another day but mm-hmm. my mother in india is telling my relatives so anushka is studying economics at smith and oh, i haven't no. even taken a single <laughs> economics class and i'm just like oh, wow. what are you saying don't spread lies yeah and sophomore year i am declaring an economics major And the, so and do you I, think that was because of the pressure that your family put on you that you chose that field? You know, I will never know. I will never know if I chose economics because I was genuinely interested or if it was because my mom is telling everybody in India that I'm going to be an economics major and I'm like I might as well be one now. Right? <laughs> wow, that is so interesting. And I think that story goes to show um how influential our parents can be. Um because basically they they they're the ones who raised us and so we kind of have this feeling of not wanting to disappoint them um by choosing something that they might not approve of mm-hmm. so um when i come to my own experience my first year i was premed um mm-hmm. so both my parents are doctors and so i was like okay this is what i'm supposed to be this is my destiny i'm going to be a doctor So I went to college so my first year I was taking all these science classes but then by the end of the year I was just like what am I doing? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't I wasn't really struggling with the classes. I I just wasn't passionate about them. And so starting my sophomore year, I decided to take classes outside of, you know, STEM and I started um taking social science classes you know all these classes that I thought I would never take but then I ended up actually enjoying and so my other question for you is how do you deal with the expectations that's a tough one how do you deal with the expectations i think um it is helpful to to really recognize what is what you can do and what you cannot do i think it is while it is a good thing to know what your strengths are it is also a good thing to know yeah. what your limitations are like you just said mm-hmm. you were it's not that you did badly in stem you just did not enjoy it and i'm so proud of you yeah. that you actually went through that entire process Aww. of 
thinking and actually yeah. fighting with yourself right and and telling yourself that this is not for you and that is a very difficult process and i know so many people who yeah. get stuck in majors as that is the right thing to do in air mm-hmm. quotes you know yeah yeah um, for sure it is so difficult to have that conversation with yourself and really recognizing what is good for you what you want to do so i think with these expectations there is there is a lot of introspection that is required you you should really see what your strengths and limitations are what your interests are what yeah. you want to do you know and what are some things that you yourself want to do versus what others want you to do right and as you said like obviously it wasn't an easy decision to make like going against um you know the expectations that my um family had of me but i also have to mention that i was surprised when i told them that this is not the path i want to take i actually want to take a different path because my sister is also in stem and so i was like you know she can fulfill those expectations <laughs> that me i'm going to do my own thing and then i'm going to do something that you know i i honestly didn't know even like anybody in like going in that field um for my family so it was a new territory but what i want to stress was the fact that when i told my parents they were actually supportive and so i think that was a an a very unexpected thing because you know some that what you think your parents want of you and then what they actually do is actually different so when you're honest with them and then when you actually like tell them okay this is what i want i realized that at the end of the day they just want you to be happy and successful you know so have you had that instance where you thought your parents wanted this thing and then you did something else but then they surprised you funny funny that you asked that because yeah i have a very big story from that exact uh, yeah exact please thing. share you know i like i like i said i went into college naive really i went into college thinking i can do everything i can fill my schedule up with social activities academic activities everything and i essentially exhausted myself you know i didn't give myself the time to breathe and to really get adjusted to this new american education system and you know come come to this come to the end of the semester and i get my grades and i have done terribly i haven't done very well and you know really really breaking that international student student stereotype over there not doing mm-hmm. well and yep. i go back to india and my parents ask me you know what how was your how was your semester how did you do yeah. and um for them of course you know the tell is what grade did you get that's how we'll know how your semester went and mm-hmm. i have i have strategically avoided this conversation with them throughout the break uh-huh. until that last moment when my dad sits me down and he asks me to show to show him my grades he's like why aren't you sharing you know just tell me and i'm so scared but i show it to him and he looks at it and he's like well you know there's room for improvement and it made wow. me so happy because this entire time that i've been beating my, i've been beating myself up that they're going yeah. to be so mad at me or they're not going to they're going to be disappointed and just this 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 one line of encouragement really helped me in the next semesters so absolutely right you know having that tough conversation really really helps um sometimes 
yeah hopefully <laughs> hopefully um all the time but but yeah. but maybe not <laughs> yeah that's true so was that your um your first semester of college yes that was after my first semester of college yeah and i think that is the the test i feel like into like how well you have adjusted to college how well you have taken your classes because that first semester you're bombarded with a lot of um information and you have to adjust to the culture shock you have to do a lot of things and then at the same time you have to get those grades that you think your parents will approve of and so i'm really <laughs> impressed that we both have the same experiences but this also um doesn't mean that every single parent out there is going to be as understanding but i just wanted to highlight that um sometimes the things that we we take for granted you know the things that we uh think that our parents um want of us sometimes their responses could take us by surprise um absolutely yeah so my other question for you is um do you, going back to like finding that courage to do something new um how did you find that courage honestly to like explore things to like how did you feel when like the expectations that you think you had of yourself or like the expectations that your family had on you when those things didn't match how did you find the courage to continue i found somebody else who was excited about it you know the yeah. the, the funny thing is that you know when you don't get the right reaction from one person you might get it from another um mm-hmm. so so i think in general my my parents were happy with the decision that i was an econ major um my sister was like excited about psychology they were excited about psychology too but you know my mm-hmm. sister was is a psychologist so she was excited about psychology i have somebody to talk to about that um the different thing that i would say i did was actually learn mandarin and so many times i've been asked by different people why mandarin and you know what is it going to do to you what value is it going to add to you you know to to your life and yeah. um and and just the the conversations i've had with other people who are excited about the fact that i'm learning something new that i am going into a different direction um i think that really helps that keeps you going you know knowing that hey if one person doesn't value this thing that you're doing as much as you would like them to somebody else is yeah. there who is there to encourage you who will who will be your cheerleader so to say yeah yeah and i definitely agree with what you said about like fi- finding someone um who who shares the same interests as you who's in the same field as you so then you can build up on that and um share your experiences um so now i'm going to bring the question back to not back to but i'm going to bring <laughs> another question about um identity and mm-hmm. expectations so i feel like a lot of times international students are put into this box where i mean even though we come from many different can- countries like we we kind of share this um I don't know stereotype might not be the best word but people expect us to perform well. Absolutely. Let me just put it that. Way. Yeah. So have there been any instances in your uh in your career as an international mm-hmm. student in college where your identity has had crossed paths with the expectations that people had of you? Absolutely. You know, it's funny that you say that. 
and and i like that you said that there is this international student identity then there is your country specific identity um and that is so very real you know and i have had instances where um that has been pointed out to me that has been pointed out to me i I'd, like you know it is it, it isn't necessarily a bad story and at that moment yeah. it it made me um it actually helped me um but like i just said you know i i took mandarin and this was something i started as a first year student in college and did yeah. for 3 years and i was breaking all the stereotypes that you just mentioned we th- that the international student as well and all of that because i was doing terribly at it mandarin <laughs> I was not a good student yeah. but anyway uh-huh. move, moving on to my sophomore year of mandarin of taking mandarin and um i'm still not doing the best i'm getting better but not as good as maybe other domestic students um mm-hmm. and my professor is who who i'm really close to who looked at my grades and was really encouraging encouraged me to study abroad and all of that uh, saw a potential in me you know and to to kind of i guess light the fire in me she looks at me and she tells me hey anushka you're indian indians are so smart you can do this oh my god <laughs> i oh my god. i mean i can see how some people can take offense in that statement but yeah. very honestly it helped me i i yeah. and she didn't say it. she didn't come from a bad place i know what she meant she was trying to be encouraging but mm-hmm. and and it did the work man i i did well i really yeah. the, the atmosphere of the class and her relationship with me was just so supportive and so encouraging mm-hmm. that i ended up doing well and so when i finally got yeah. that 90 in class we she like announced it to the entire class that this girl is doing oh so well and like everybody wow. clapped for me i think it was a funny experience but mm. just that moment was the first time that i think my identity as an indian something that i think not to not to make this conversation about something else but something that also becomes so much more obvious when you are in an international space you as an indian mm-hmm. uh, but me as an yeah. indian in a classroom was just made very obvious and these expectations of doing well were um, mm-hmm. sort of put on me but in an right. encouraging right. way <laughs> yeah well i'm so glad that you shared that story because When I first heard you say that I was like whoa like why would she, why would she say that but I'm really glad that you took it in a positive way and then used it for your own advantage where you were able to get a good grade because of that statement that your professor had made um for me honestly I don't really remember an instance where my identity had like being Ethiopian had to do with uh, my performance in school or how you know i don't really have that kind of instance but i w- well okay maybe there's this one time <laughs> that um so obviously we weren't a lot of um so the school that we went to is predominantly white and so there aren't a lot of international students let alone a lot of ethiopians um so in terms of like grades and performance um a lot of the the students that i know they were in stem mm-hmm. so most of the ethiopians i know were in stem so i think i was the only one who were who was doing 
something outside of that. So I studied sociology, economics. And um, so I kind of felt that pressure to to still choose STEM because every Ethiopian around me was doing STEM. And I kind of understand why they were doing it because obviously it's because of family expectations and you come from a developing country, you, you want to choose a profession that guarantees you a job, right? So if you're a doctor, obviously you're going to be hired. Um, and so I, I did feel instances where I was like, maybe I should stick to STEM. But then I was glad that I didn't make that decision just because of uh, that expectations that I felt like, you know, uh, people had if Ethiopians were always in STEM. But my other question for you, Anushka, is how do you deal with expectations from other international students or other students basically in college, but the people that we call overachievers? So when you see someone, right? So when you see someone in college doing everything, they're the president of five clubs, they are getting straight A's in every single class, taking 24 credits and doing an internship at this amazing framework. <laughs> so how do you deal with those, those kinds, with those kinds of um, pressure, I must, must say, from people who, who you think are, you know, doing everything? You know, I think it's so funny because uh, that, that you say that because I think that is really not possible. These overachievers are lying. They are not telling you oh, the full you truth. Think so? Absolutely. Who can do this? Okay. You know, yeah. um, I think as you might remember, there is such a um there's such an environment that usually gets created in college where you feel the need to tell people, I am so busy doing all of these cool things, but there is yeah. a little bit of a shame in in revealing um, that I actually let go of this thing that I was not able to do or that I'm struggling here. I'm not mm-hmm. doing as well as I hoped to in this other thing. There is, yeah. you only focus on the positive sides. You know, you only, you only talk about the big picture. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm the president of this org, but not really saying, yeah. that, Hey, actually we just meet once a semester, you know? <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I think there is a lot of, um, and, and I'm not not trying to say here that that you know these there is um, I, I think there is a system that is created where you feel like you need to only talk about the the good things the big things and how busy you are. Um, this is this is taking it a little differently, but I remember a lot of times in, in college I would hear so many people say I have a meeting, and when you hear the word meeting, you think oh you know you're meeting yeah. a professor or something it's it's very legit but you are literally just meeting yeah. a friend for dinner that is not a meeting you know what i mean <laughs> so wow there is just so yeah. much pressure i think um yeah. in, in in students to kind of at least this was the this was what i saw at smiths to to really sound busy and to sound like you're doing so many cool things that you cannot have free time like you are it is it is just you what are you doing with your life if you have you have 30 minutes free in a day you know exactly and it kind of makes you feel guilty for not doing anything which is also that it's a very interesting thing that you brought up because do you remember at like there was the stress olympics where like during finals oh yes Okay, do you want to explain for our audience what the stress olympics well, is well stress olympics is basically when you're close to finals and you have 
all your assignments and exams due and you know you're sitting with a friend at a dinner table and you're talking to them and you list all these different things that you have to do and then the other person takes out their list and then mentions all the things that they have to do which is more than yours so their stress trumps yours and so yep. they are i don't know are they the cooler person here because they have more stress is that what it is i mean <laughs> it's more of it's more of a a race of how how much work you have to do and so the person with the most work basically wins yeah, i don't yeah. know it's it's like right what is the point because of this i have no idea and i used to talk about this a lot with my friends and with the class teams as well where it would be around finals and i'll be sitting you know in the cafeteria trying to eat my dinner in peace and then someone would come and they're like so how are your finals week going what kind of assignments do you have and then i'll tell them oh i have this paper i have this final exam blah blah but it's not as exaggerated and then they go to tell me they have five different homeworks three di- different projects i mean four different like whatever like final exams and then they just leave And so I was like what is the point of this conversation just to tell me that you have more work than me like how, uh, so I especially doing finals I used to avoid going to the cafeteria I used to just stay in my room and then do my work because it's not even like you know once you go into that space of you know once you're like competing in the olympics uh, I should mm-hmm. say um it'd be difficult for you to to get out and so you kind of subscribe to this mentality that your stress is more important than someone else's stress. So I'm so glad that we talked about this because this also goes with um the expectations that people have um with each other as well. Absolutely and I think uh, what you said yeah. about comparing stresses and then determining whose is more important is so real, right? Because then it it makes you think that why am I why am I feeling stressed? Why am I why am i am i not doing enough and maybe next semester i should take more classes or whatever be more busy but that's just you know like i said earlier recognizing what you can and cannot do and not mm-hmm. being a part of this stress race is the best thing that you can do for yourself exactly this, yeah this is so funny that right sorry but mm-hmm. all of us as no, no, no. students i think there are so many times when i come in, when I have seen that international students feel the need to take 24 credits. The limit is 24, so I'm going to stick to 24. And that is such a toxic thing to do to yourself to to keep yourself so busy and um you know really not taking care of yourself otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. Um and I think that that goes with um the topic that we're talking about with expectations like when you see other people doing all these things like you think that you have to do it as well uh but as we're ending this conversation do you have any advice for prospective as well as current international students who are figuring things out who are dealing with problems and when they're facing expectations like what kind of advice can you give them to pass through that time absolutely you know like i mentioned briefly earlier i definitely had a tough time settling into college i definitely was really hard on myself and there were so many things about college that um there's so many systems in college that can make your process easier 
like dropping a class fast failing a class you know uh, these are features that exist because they are very the struggle during college is very real and they exist so that you can use it so i hope somebody listens to this and actually you know realizes that they're really hard on themselves and they they can step back they can drop a class they can pass fail that class they can they can reduce the amount of of you know expect the, the, they can remove they can reduce the amount of things that they are a part of they can take some time off for themselves and that would be the best thing that you can do for yourself you know i i was really harsh on myself at different moment at different points in college for different things and it essentially exhausted me you know um uh, yeah like a funny story that that Ruth you might remember once i told you was that senior year i'm walking on campus and i'm just this is a this is a normal day i haven't done anything and i'm walking on campus and somebody mm-hmm. looks at me um and i and i recognize them so i smile at them and they look at me and they just they just tell me hey you know everything's going to be all right like this too shall pass and i'm just like is it so obvious from my face that i am mm-hmm. very exhausted and yeah. you know this is not a conversation you want to have with somebody <laughs> so please you know like like people have told me like professors have told me be be kind to yourself be more forgiving mm-hmm. of yourself and um just take a break <laughs> when you need to yeah. recognize when you can pass fail that class recognize when you can drop that class and do it yeah that's such a good um advice because even like because when we talk about these experiences obviously these are our own personal experiences but i'm pretty sure someone else has also been through our shoes and for those people who are thinking about applying to colleges abroad or who are currently in college but are international students i would just say like how you deal with expectations is just how you deal with with yourself it shows how much respect you have for yourself because if you're willing to go through all that stress and so much um pressure that you put on yourself but then at the end of the day you're not happy with that then i think that's something that you should question and then it goes also back to the thing that we said like both of us when we told our parents that um well you was not getting the perfect grade or like with me with changing mm-hmm. like my major and the the response we received from our parents was actually encouraging which was contrary to what we thought they would say it also goes to show that the pressure that we put on ourselves or like the pressure that we think our family puts on us could actually be misleading you know if we don't have those honest and candid conversations with our parents but i understand at the same time that not every parent could be as understanding as ours which is why a lot of international students tend Absolutely. to put um to be in a field that they're not even interested mm-hmm. in but then at the end of the day i think looking back like we've both graduated from college but the grade that we got in a specific class is not what we think about mm-hmm. right now we think about the experiences that Absolutely. we had i remember we used to have like senior year because we wouldn't see each other a lot we would have like our mm-hmm. weekly lunches which really helped you know maintain those close relationships with people and we're still friends until now because even after we graduated because we prioritized the friendship rather than the just like you know focus on the academics part of it mm-hmm. so i would just say you know take your time and uh, explore classes that you'd never absolutely think, you know so 
yeah, and the expectations will go away because you will have expectations all your life. You know, college is just one part mm-hmm. of your life. And I think, um, you know, for a lot of people who are trying to, to go to college as an international student, I think our stories could help them see that, you know, it's not all mm-hmm. that it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And it's completely okay if you make a mistake, if you mess up. There is, there is no, there is no, I, this ideal international student doesn't exist. That's not true. <laughs> we make mistakes. Yes, yes, yes. That is so true. That is very true. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we end the second episode of the International Podcast. Anushka, thank you so much for agreeing to be my guest. I hope a lot of people would um, appreciate hearing our stories and if they have any questions and concerns, um, oh yeah, I have an Instagram page. I, I didn't advertise it in my last episode. So as internationally by Ruth is on Instagram. And then if you have any questions and concerns about the life of an international student, you could email internationally by Ruth, L-I-E um, at gmail.com. Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Of course.